This podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, 4eyes.com. As a gamer, you know your eyes will be strained after playing your favorite game for hours on end. 4eyes blue eye blocking glasses protects your eyes while you're gaming, preventing fatigue and keeps you at your top of your game so you can reach the next level. Find your style at 4eyes.com. All glasses are 50% off, plus get an extra 20% off with using the promo code LIGL20. That's F-O-O-R-E-Y-E-S.com. And use promo code LIGL20 for an extra 20% off. Hello, hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Long Island Gaming League. Of course, it is a pleasure to have you guys in tune in. And we hope you enjoy this episode as much as you do all the others. This is one of your hosts, Dennis chiming in today with my uh, co-host as always bruno what's going on man what's going on dennis what's going on how's everything going man how's everybody out there hope everybody's staying safe hope everybody's playing video games and you know taking their mind off of the crazy world that we have right now uh hope we have a nice another another nice episode in for you guys uh and if it's not with any further ado i would like to introduce our guest uh this is jackie lamb head coach of esports from minnesota state university how you doing jackie hi thanks for having me i'm great i'm jackie r.a.k lug nuts i'm the head esports coach for minnesota state mankato here in minnesota mankato it's currently 70 degrees out so we've got a, a nice little stint of weather out. Nice. Yeah, we had some nice weather here um, in New York today. It was definitely a blessing. I'm getting spoiled now. I'm starting to get used to it. So I'm uh, keeping my fingers crossed. It continues to be nice weather. Definitely. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> it was it, for me working outside today. I was telling everybody says I can work like this every day forever i love it it's beautiful it's comfortable you don't have to put clothes on you don't have to take them off you don't sweat you don't feel frozen it today today was perfect but we're getting rain over here tomorrow so perfect's done yeah thanks bruno Ah. sorry you know i I had to you know (laughs) so jackie let everybody know a little bit more about yourself besides you know knowing that you are the head coach um let everybody know a little bit more about yourself, your background. Um, what video games do you like? Yeah, so I am just a gamer at heart. I've been playing my whole life. Um, my current favorite game is Warzone. God, gotta get it the grind in. Um, <laughs> uh, my background, I've been advising uh, schools and universities for about three years. I have a master's in uh, higher education. And while I was attending school at the current university, um, I created a project, anything that I wanted, and I decided to pursue gaming. And that's kind of where it started for my esports career. I didn't really think about it until that class, and it just kind of skyrocketed from there, and it kind of blew up. And I'm really happy the path I've gone on, and I'm just really excited to be in gaming and esports in general. Nice, nice, nice. So you, you're you're a COD player now. You know, shout out to all my, my COD players. I personally am an Apex Legends player, so I don't know if you play that one. But um, so, Jackie, what was your very, very first video game? Um, man, well, probably, you know, like the Super Mario's, most of those back on the Super Nintendo. 
but uh zombies ate my neighbors i think that was the first one that me and my sister yep that was a long time ago <laughs> and then like monkey island and all the donkey kongs and it just hmm. went from there nice no, that monster, uh, the alien, the zombie was what? That was on Nintendo or? Uh, Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Okay. Yeah, okay. Zombies ate my neighbors. It's a classic. It's a very hard game, but it's really funny to play. I haven't heard that name in years. That's that's that, that's that's going that's going back for a while. I mean, Donkey Kong. Okay, that's like been around for a while, but that 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 game. That's that's oh, wow. That's. That's bad yeah, so when you start thinking like, started. wow, it was a long time ago. And then it's like, whoa, that, that was a long time ago. Yeah, and all the generations of consoles that came after that and PCs, it's just, it's crazy to think about. I like people that have like the shrines for all those that look all pretty. It's like, oh, I had that one and that one and that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but you look at it like, my, mine's not that pretty mine's used those are too new it's like yeah that's that whole thing it's like you start looking at it, you start thinking yeah mine's not worth as much money as it was for hi you're tuned into the long island gaming league and this show is sponsored by vertigear a top gamer chair brand trusted by many esports teams long hours no back pain comfortable chairs for home office and gaming make sure you check out vertigear.com and get your vertigear gaming chair today now back to the show. Oh, that's crazy! It's how things change. I mean, what what in being a head coach of an esports team, but at the same time being a gamer and being around video games for a good amount of years from different generations, different consoles. Do you notice a lot of difference from? And let's not talk about the internet because the internet changes everything. Do you notice a lot of difference in terms of the gamers today from when you were playing in high school and college? Uh, I guess this question could be taken differently, but just I, I definitely think so. Um, when I was growing up, um, I, you know, being a female gamer, it's hard enough. But I, I think that in today we're more accepted compared to when I was younger, you know, guys would just like kind of make fun of me and be like oh you're a gamer what do you play chess or solitaire it's like no i play Uh halo i'll take you one on one (laughs) like like, don't play with me (laughs) no i wasn't that good i just pretended (laughs) oh okay (laughs) but like being able to hop in a lobby now um and just being able to play with your friends i i do think the gaming in general just has changed a lot and i'm hoping it's going towards at least collegiate play in a better direction than it has been. And I'm trying to work with my players with that personally. Um, and I, I'm excited to see what's happening. There's a lot of movements going on around right now and trying to be a part of it. Interesting. Interesting. Um, and so you, you kind of mentioned that when, when Bruno asked the differences and you say, yes, it is. What I guess are some of the, the the trials and the tribulations that you've kind of faced um you know playing games or or, or being a girl gamer that um that i guess you can maybe have overcome or you still kind of think you're in the issue because i mean 
there's there's so many different ways to talk about esports, and there's so many different aspects. But to be able to have your personal opinion in, in what you've experienced, I think will be great for some of our girl gamers um, to hear. Just some of the younger gamers who may not really understand the perspective that you have. I personally am still struggling today to overcome some of my own fears. I definitely work with all of my female players to get them playing with co-ed and just with anyone so that they can get uh, a feeling that they're accepted and positive right away. Um, mm -hmm. I, I still have a struggle turning on my own mic. I just did my league uh, play for COD a month or so ago, and I, I was shaking while I was trying to turn my mic on just to let people know because I was so afraid that people were going to yell at me or make fun of me or, you know, degrade me for being a female. So I just couldn't do it. Um, but that's kind of like my number one goal for female gamers is be able to turn that mic on. And I've seen such good examples. I know it's weird to say, but on TikTok, um, okay. I have a lot of uh, like TikToks that come up. I'm just like, I wish I could say that. I wish I could be strong enough to like come back and the, they're not these women aren't coming back with harsh comments they're coming back with such witty and such positive comments that the guys are just like oh okay i guess <laughs> just, I all right you got me <laughs> yeah yep uh, i mean it, it's do you think that this how am i gonna say i mean yeah you, you're talking about when you were playing you know that 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 stigma of being a female um gamer and all that do you think or do you see i mean i know there's changes i know especially with the whole streaming and all that that there are a lot uh, actually i feel there's a lot more female streamers and gamers right now at least in the eye of the public than than, than men do you see at some point that stigma literally going away for sure or you still think that there that stigma is is is, is is around and you think it's still gonna gonna last i hope one day it's gone um there i don't think it's gonna go away for a long time though there's still just gonna be guys who just um i feel like don't appreciate or feel like women can be at the same caliber as them hmm. i know there was one female who won a cod tournament and she didn't get invited to play back just regular she had to ask them it's like well come on she won out of everyone this wasn't a female only tournament Jeez. and and she should just automatically get invited back because she won but she wasn't and she made a huge uh twitter post about it and the company owner was like you've got an invite anytime you want now it's because she made that social media post about it and so i think social media holds a, a really big grounds for positive movement and really point out uh certain stigmas this podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, 4eyes.com. As a gamer, you know your eyes will be strained after playing your favorite game for hours on end. 4eyes blue eye blocking glasses protects your eyes while you're gaming, preventing fatigue and keeps you at your top of your game so you can reach the next level. Find your style at 4eyes.com. All glasses are 50% off, plus get an extra 20% off with using the promo code L-I-G-L-20. That's F-O-O-R-E-Y-E-S.com and use promo code L-I-G-L-20 for an extra 20% off. Okay. Mm. At least it's a good sign that, especially coming from a female, that you see that things are, are, are kind of changing. Although I think it's a little... It should have changed years ago because, I mean, there are... And, and this is coming from a 
from from the perspective of a player that's been playing for three quarters of his life and used to be a part a part of the world that you were with the whole thing of not that many females or not thinking a female as a player, but at the same time, me getting my butt waxed by a team of female players and you're like, and you have no words to say that this is back then. Now I think it's, it's a lot more, I feel it's a lot more acceptable and it's just, but it should be something that should be normal. It shouldn't be acceptable. It should be normal. Yeah, it should definitely be more normalized. It shouldn't. It shouldn't just be acceptable. I think that that's exactly. um, definitely the term that needs to just kind of go away. It should just be everyone is c- gonna play. That's kind of um, collegiate play is very about inclusive. Inclusive. I can't say the word. Inclusive. Yeah. Thank gotcha. you. <laughs> I'm horrible with some words. Um, and so I hold a zero toxicity policy with all my players. Um, if anyone is having issues, I usually give them a warning. Or we do have mental health coaches and a okay. sports psychologist that they're able to talk to, especially when they're tilting or just trying to figure out why they're saying these things to their teammates so that we can come back and move forward and just realize that if you're bringing someone down, you're probably bringing down the whole team. And there's no reason to be like that. Yeah, I, I think it's sometimes the, the kids, when they do that, even if it's not with, with bad intentions, they forget the whole thing of you're not just bringing down one person, especially if that person's a part of a team, you're bringing a lot more people down. And it's just, it's, I, I, I think when they do that, it's a little, it's, it's unconsciously they're being selfish in a way. And it's just, but it it's, has to do with the, the world that we live in. I mean, you see, not just with women, you see with everything with, with, with all different types of, you know, LGBT and, 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 and now with the races, you know, with the Asians and it's, it's just, I think we're in a time of, it's not a time of change. It's more like in between and it's just, it has to end quick because this is, it's, I think the world's just getting too toxic. It's just getting very toxic and it's, it's causing a lot of issues for a lot of people. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. So, and so Jackie, I guess I have a question for you. Um, when you're playing, what what kind of is your your motivation when you play? Do you play as more fun, casual, or do you kind of have like that competitive, you know, aspect of when you're playing COD or, or any game? Like, what what's your general driver when you pick up the? Well, do you play with it on a console or or a PC? I should ask. A PC. I I do have okay. a PlayStation and Xbox, but I haven't touched them for a while. I just got a next gen uh, PC, so I've been playing on that for a while. Got it. And then, so when you play, is it more of a competitive thing or just kind of like you get on it, it's like a fun, like a stress relief? It's both. There there are some days where me and my friends will hop on and we're like, okay, we're going for first place. That's what we're going to go for today. And then there's other days where we just hop around cars and mess around with some uh, grenade launchers and trying to mess up everyone else's game by running them over. Um <laughs> Okay, it cool. it kind of just depends on the day and what kind of stress that everyone has. Um, we we do do a couple tournaments, definitely not at that com- that high pro level, um, but we can hold our own. Um, so uh, I mean, it's it's always a good stress reliever when you run over people with a car. <laughs> it's so sad to say, but it is. It's just funny because then their teammates come out and you're like, uh, uh-uh, I'm gonna get you too, and either they're gonna get you with a 
Semtex or throw a C4 a mile away and you still blow up and you're like, that's that's very realistic right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's why that's why I walked away from COD a little bit too, and I was a big COD player. It's just too much. COD right now is I is just in a. I think it's in a bad place. I think it needs change. But that's my opinion, though. Listen, I I still love COD. I've I've had every single one that has ever came out. It usually comes out around my birthday, so I was only buying COD. But you would think I'm good at it. And I'm not. So I genuinely play it for uh, just for the sheer love of it. And then to get my my luck wins, I call them, you know, it's just like, oh, God just really won. You believe that? I know these guys play all the time. Guys and girls, they, they're into it. And me, I come on there and, you know, get a couple couple luck chucks. But, uh, you know, they usually call me common. Uh, no. What, what, do you, what do you guys call it? Common feeder fodder? Or, or, or gun fodder or something you guys call it when I play. I'm basically the decoy. Anytime I play with my guys, I'm the decoy. They, they're like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go get them. And then, <laughs> you know, they attack me and then they kind of circle around. But I think uh, Call of Duty is, is a lot of fun. But with your team at uh, Minnesota, what are the games that um, at your school, what games do you guys comp- play or compete in? So for this semester, we're competing in uh, League of Legends, CSGO, um, Madden, and Rocket League. And then for the spring, we are recruiting for all those teams, plus Call of Duty Multiplayer, Warzone, Valorant, um, TFT, and Fortnite, and Smash. But Smash is up in the woods because no one really knows what collegiate play for Smash looks like right now. Mm, Got it. And how did you, I guess, how did you, were you a part of the decision of what games we're going to be playing? Like, how did you guys determine these are the games we're going to com- compete in, um, you know, for our school and collegiate level? We started out with just league and then we had a CSGO club. So we have two very large clubs on our campuses, a League of Legends club and a CSGO club, and then just a general gaming club. Um, but uh, League of Legends, we knew for sure that we were going to have. And then the CSGO team came together and from that, we've been just promoting very heavily on social media and networking through LinkedIn and just anywhere else. And with that, we found more students and we have enough interest to add the other teams. So we oh. currently are recruiting between 70 and 80 varsity players for fall. Damn. And for uh, first time uh, varsity program is quite the jump. So we're very excited how um, much bigger we've gotten, but we just we have a lot of work ahead of us this summer. Very nice. Now, from those 70 that you guys are recruiting, is that mostly male or you also have a lot of females trying out and making it? I do have several females that will be trying out and will make teams, um, but it's still heavily dominated by males. Um, We'll be doing some targeted female recruitment coming up um, through some of the channels like uh, Stay Plugged In. Um, Mm -hmm. There's some AVGL trials. And then NACEF just partnered with NACE. And so they're mm-hmm. doing a pipeline between high school and collegiate. So we'll be able to target females that way also. Very nice. 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 Letting them know that there's um, a place for them to play. Uh, so with the, with, I guess, the recruitment, is it, um, so how do you guys, like, get some of your tactics you recruit, just like, it's just like online or, um, 
only kind of internal students who are already there and you bring them on into, into the club? Or is there external where if a student is interested in maybe coming to your school, um, you deal with that as well? We, we do both. So we definitely do internal um, just our, around our campus. But then we do a, a lot of external. So we're posting on as many discords as we can that we're recruiting students um, through social media. We're definitely doing that. And then we have radio ads um, and just anywhere else that I can basically put out the word that we're a new program. We are having a varsity team for esports. We want you to come play for us. You know, live the dream while you're getting your education. Nice. Awesome. It's nice. pretty awesome. I mean, yeah, I think that's that's very good, especially with the whole thing of the targeting with the female. I, I, I think from what I've noticed, I don't see many female players, in at least in the college level. And I, you see when they come out of college that they're pretty good. But I don't know if it has to do with the other colleges not focusing on females, not or they're, they're or maybe they're afraid to try out. I don't know. I think it's maybe both. I still think that some females are afraid to try out. I do have one player who does, she just doesn't think she's good enough. And so for our program, I want everyone to try out. And if you don't make the varsity team, that's why we have clubs and we'll still get you into tournaments. You might not be at the top tournaments that we can get you into our leagues, but we'll find something for you to play in. And that way you still have a fun experience. Uh, That's nice. That's very nice. I, I mean, I, I I like that idea, and I don't know if I, I speak for myself. I don't know if Dennis has the same opinion, but I don't. I actually don't think I've heard anything like that before from other college. Have you? Hi, you're tuned into the Long Island Gaming League, and this show is sponsored by Vertigear, a top gamer chair brand trusted by many esports teams. Long hours, no back pain, comfortable chairs for home office and gaming. Make sure you check out Vertigear.com and get your Vertigear gaming chair today now back to the show no i I haven't you know and i don't know if it's because they haven't spoken about it but i definitely haven't seen it so for you guys to have that to have an approach and actually talk about it which i think is is the biggest thing right if if we don't talk about these things or people aren't aware of it then you know it leaves a lot of opportunities and sometimes i just feel esports in general um you know at a high school or middle school level, a lot of parents or a lot of students don't know about the opportunities that esports are creating in, you know, in the world of college. So um, I think that your initiative is is really great because I haven't heard anybody say, oh, you know, we will advertise or or anything like that. So the fact that you're taking that initiative, um, I think is amazing. Um, when you're now, how old is your actual program? Is it a year, two years old, or really, really brand new? It's uh, it's uh, brand new. So it this was our first semester. Um, oh, we okay. did uh start in the fall, but we weren't we didn't have any teams compete. We just kind of did some soft scrims, with a couple tournaments here and there, and then we officially started competing in the spring. Nice. And what schools usually fall under, I guess, for you guys? Um, is it like a what, – what was it, like the MAC? Or what, what conference does your school fall under? Um, so we're a D2 school, um, and it's the – I have it in Discord. I just can't remember what it's called. <laughs> it's just, um, I'm on the spot. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, it's the NC, NSIC. Um, okay. And that's Northern Sun Conference. 
I think that's kind of what our schools, but Minnesota is really weird because we're right in the center. So we're not considered East or West. So sometimes we get put in like a West conference and it's like, wait, we want to be in the East conference more close (laughs) to our time. And the pings are way better for rocket league. (laughs) Right. (laughs) She was like, Hey, there's a reason behind this. We went over here. (laughs) Yeah. I complain about that. to a lot of leagues that, uh, don't do coin flips and put us in a West conference. And I've gotten a couple to allow coin flips. I understand that we can't always have our way, but as long as we have an opportunity to at least do a coin flip, then I'm happy. Got it. Got it. Uh, I guess another question. So considering uh, you happen to be one of the female esports coaches, do you, how do you find it to coach in esports if it's, if it's perceived, to be predominantly male driven. Do you think it's easier because of the sport itself, esports? Is it a little bit more difficult? Like what is your approach and how do you deal with that? I think it's maybe 50-50. I have um, several students and players who I definitely feel more comfortable talking to them, both male and female, just Mm -hmm. because I feel like they connect with me better or might respect me better. And then I, I've come across some students who unfortunately um, didn't have that and their attitudes were just uh, too poor. And because of that, they're not able to be on the varsity team or in general on any of our leagues because um, they're just so, too toxic. And that's unfortunate. But being a female, I, I always come across trying to be strong and just having an open mind and trying to get them to also because um, I – I might not know your game specifically 100%, but I'm very well versed in just about all the games, even though Warzone is my passion. Um, okay. But I, I just try and keep up with, you know, social media and just all, all the updates for all the games. And I think that helps when trying to discuss going further with titles and with my players. Sure, nice. Sure. Do you, do you see, like you, you talk about toxicity and, and all that. Do you think, what do you think? No, do you see that being more um, game related? Like certain players for certain games are more toxic than others. Do you think that's more general? I think it's more general. I but I think if you ask anyone, you know, the anyone else, um, they might be like, "Oh, well, league players are super toxic," or you know what, those Fortnite kids are so toxic. But then you can come across and be like, you know what, those Call of Duty people, they just don't understand. They're just toxic all the time in the gulag. So I think it's any game. It just depends on what type of person you're talking to and what games they're passionate about. Because someone might not say bad things about a game if they're super passionate. Um, I think in general, anyone can be toxic in a game. And we strive to really push that away and um, try to have everyone just be a lot more positive. It is changing um, the way that most collegiate uh, programs are looking more into that and um, taking team members off of their lineup because of an issue, even when they do a social media post or are just too toxic because of something else. And I I think that's great because they do need to change. And we we do need to show the younger generation that we want a positive outcome and what you post now and how you play will affect um, you being able to play in the future. Right. Right, right, right. Uh, With your, I guess with your students and 
their degrees, do you see or do you see like there's a pattern as far as like the type of uh, degrees some of your students are taking that are part of esports, or is it a, a wide variety of different industries and interests that they have outside of um, when they come to play for your team? Right now, I see more of a pattern of we have a sports management degree and um, computer engineering or just engineering in general. But going forward, I, I can definitely see more of a communications and social media marketing. Um, we'll be hiring assistant coaches, more marketing people. We have shoutcasters coming on board and more production crew. So it's not just about um, the varsity players, but more, um, I think the degrees, we're just gonna see more of just in general, what people wanna go towards and then being able to play video games as well. Nice, okay, uh, it makes, definitely makes sense. You know, it, it seems um, they'll have more of a, a applicable uh, skill set. you know, they're like, hey, I wanna do casting or you know, broadcasting or something and I get to, uh, you know, play play a game or play something that I like and then learn how to do what I might get a job, you know, say working for some big news station or even maybe working, you know, continue to work in the industry. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. You know, there's not, I know when I was in school, I didn't really have the opportunity to really be able to do what I like to do and still be at school and have fun doing it where like, you know, they'll say, Oh, you know, I get paid to do what I love. Right. It's kind of like, Oh, I get to go to school and do what I love. Like that's, that's just kind of like an amazing thing to, to be able to say that now versus it's, yeah, there's not much stuff you can really say that about in general where you like, I get paid to do what I love or I get to go to school doing what I love. So. Oh, for sure. I mean, it, it's, it's a different world and things are, 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 yeah. things are, things, things are different. You know, it's, it's, I mean, it's it, 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 it's it's crazy how things are, and it's crazy how things go. You know, it's just uh, it's it, it's a funny way, it's a funny thing the way things go. You know, it's just it's it's like you're saying it's it. it I think I personally think never. I mean, looking back from all the years and all the years how things have changed from when everything started. I mean, to now, I don't think we've ever been in a time where you know change has been so um so obvious but still a lot more change needs to be done uh, in a lot of stuff i mean uh, that that that's what i think i don't know if, if you guys have the same opinion though if you think that that more things need to be changed if you think think things are good the way they are this podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at foureyes.com your go-to source to blue light blocking glasses. Blue light emitted through electronic devices like gaming screens can cause damage to your eyesight and affect your playing ability. With four eyes blue light gla blocking glasses, you can protect your eyes and prevent fatigue, allowing you to play at your best for hours. Built for style and comfort, all glasses are now 50% off. Use the promo code LIGL20 for an extra 20% off. That's F-O-O-R-E-Y-E-S dot com. Use promo code L-I-G-L-20 for an extra 20% off. There's always room for improvement. I agree. I think there's always room for improvement. And change is always good, though. That's one of my personal philosophies, that change can be positive. You just got to spin it the right way. Right, right. Uh, so, Jackie, what, what would you think is the biggest misconception about... Um, Gamers in general, and then also being a female gamer. 
if if the world is listening, what what misconceptions would you like to kind of clarify or put some light on? One of the things that I struggle with is when people say that gaming is a disease. Um, you might have the one-off person who just games too much that they do need to seek additional help. But in general, we're working, we're living our lives, and then we're also playing video games. Pro players are making a living and they're grinding their game, but they're also working on their PT, they're working on their wellness, their fitness. So it's we're not just sitting in a basement anymore and playing some random game. We're working towards things that are going to be relatable in the real world. And video gamers, we we can have skills for that. We are working on our team building. We're working on strategic play. We're working on our communications. So for someone to just come and say that, oh, you're just a gamer. Well, yeah, I'm proud to be a gamer. I love to tell people that I work in esports now and I love my job. Nice, nice. Um, sure. And you, uh, you mentioned this before. You, you talk about the fitness aspect of gaming. And, you know, and just like I said, there's probably a lot of people who don't, don't even realize that aspect. At your school or with your students, do, you, do they follow like kind of a specific regiment geared toward fitness? Or is it just general like kind of we, we go to the gym and, and that's kind of it? Like what, what is the, I guess, if you can give an ideal of what type of fitness uh, people may think of when it comes to gaming? An ideal fitness and what we are going to be implementing in the fall would yeah. be to like in between matches or if you're solo queuing and you mess up, well, you know what? You have to run around the room or you've got to do jumping jacks or you've got to do like a plank. And then mm -hmm. in general, um, you should be hitting the gym a couple times a week when you have time. But in between games, when it's not a match day, we want you to be active. We don't want you to just be sitting around. Um, but that comes into the physical therapy too. We want to make sure that you're sitting in a, a correct chair, that your posture is accurate and that your hands, because your hands are very important. One of my players just messaged me today and said that he, he um, smashed his hand and he's supposed to play tomorrow with a controller. I'm like, oh, sad. <laughs> what are we going to do? So it, that goes into it also, just being able to, you know, um, make sure that um, your hands are being well taken care of and that we have physical therapy um, people that we can go to if we need to. Yeah, I think that's, um, you know, and I, and I asked the question because I feel it's, it's very important that it's, it's heard. Uh, you know, the reason being is because I've always looked at the esports industry as it continues to grow to be the wild, wild west, yep. right? But it's still very much driven by uh, a younger generation. You know, they're, they're the, they're the, you know, we, we've all had the luxury of experiencing it and we're kind of talking about some of the nostalgia of when we were young. Right. But the youth that um, doesn't have the understanding that maybe we have grown to understand and their parents don't really have the understanding that they know. And then, you know, fitness is important because you could actually get injured. Or, you know, you could have this misconception. And that's not often from what I have heard or from what I've seen, the point you made are, are amazing because they're not often talked about. But they are very important. And they're important because they're coming from a structured place. Like, you know, this is what you do for a living. You're an esports coach at a college. 
So you know what you're talking about, but then you have so many kids and, and so many parents who don't know that if you support your child now, then you have a better understanding of what they're doing. So gaming isn't such a bad thing, you know? And I, I just kind of feel that certain things in, in the gaming world, we take for granted because we may not talk about it, but I, I really appreciate you addressing the Just like the fitness thing, like, you know, we get up, they run around, they'll sprint or whatever, because that's important. It's not just gaming, you know, so. Definitely. I, I feel like the one of the three biggest things that is really just hasn't been talked about more that I've mentioned that is being talked a whole lot more, you know, mental health, wellness, mm-hmm. and physical therapy. A lot of people don't, I didn't even realize physical therapy could be implemented for esports until last month when I spoke to a doctor about it. So that that's just one other thing that um, can we could use and we're going to. It's, it's, it's like you said, one of, your, one of the players got hurt in the hand. I mean, from all the things that you can get hurt of, the last thing you want to get hurt is the hand. And there's phys- yeah, the physical therapy helps. I mean, you can bad posture is enough to, to ruin you in a way that you can get pain and carpal tunnel and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's just, it was just a matter of time until they really started implementing, you know, medical treatment and physical therapy into it. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, regardless of what everybody says, you know, esports players are, are athletes and they use their body to do what they do, even if it's just their hands and, and their eyes, but it's still parts of your body that can get injured very easily i mean if you don't take care of them you don't exercise them you don't stretch your hands you just stretch your arms you don't have a proper chair you can you can get hurt to a point that it will affect you for the rest of your life outside of esports i just think that people you know don't don't see that because i think there's that stigma of you know they're not they're not athletes so why do they take care of their bodies oh, they, they, they have to very true. I love that. You, yeah, I love that you keep, kept saying that they are athletes because we are. And the sooner the world reali- realizes that, I think the better. Yeah, I think they slowly, they slowly are. Um, and this, I guess, is a, a random question. Have you come across, do you know of any other esports, uh, female esports coaches in the collegiate world? Are you like the first or are we, are we blessed to be able to speak to the first and only Jackie or... Is it slowly creeping into the um, the industry? I'm definitely not the first. Some of the uh, people that I look up to are Victoria Horsley. Um, she has been in the collegiate world for a long time. Um, I can't remember this individual's name, but she just became a director of a new college. Um, but then AJ, uh, she works for Park University. And my uh, new best friend who I found through the esports world is uh, Danielle and she is the head coach for LTU and that's Lawrence Tech University. I bounced so many ideas off of her. We found each other through a NACE webinar and it's just nice to be able to talk to her about some of the struggles of being a female coach and going through the players and how we can address. We'll send messages to be like, is this okay to send to a player and we'll just correct each other and try to be more professional about it. Um, and there's, there's a lot more female coaches coming up and I'm proud of them and I'm excited to see more. That's awesome. I'm, I'm actually excited to, to hear that. And I'm, I'm glad to, you know, to be learning it. So great that we have the opportunity to speak with you. Uh, if 
if a young a young lady was was listening, I guess, and she was interested in esports, kind of what advice would you would you give her? Don't be afraid to turn on your mic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one of the best things that someone can do is to yeah. just turn on the mic and really show that you do have a um, strong presence and that you are trying to become better at your game and you're trying to hone your skill. And you can't do that if you're not communicating with random people. Um, definitely play with uh, your friends, but get out there and play with some random people and really create a team. You can always come to our school too and our website. It's esports.mnsu.edu and I'll, I'll get you on our team. No, well, there you go. There you go. Listen, got, got, got to make sure they, they know where to go, um, you know, because we, we've worked with because um, we know that your, your background is in education and we've worked with some students uh, ourselves and we've had some young ladies who have played. You know, I think I think we had one who actually played uh, COD, but, you know, before it's more Fortnite, more Fortnite. Oh, it was more Fortnite. And yeah. um, but it was just very the dynamics of, of the interaction is very interesting just to kind of watch, but we have seen that in our experience, and maybe you could let us know if, if it's been yours, but in our experience, when we have them in person and they're playing a certain game together, guys and girls, they, they're able to connect uh, for the love of the game and it makes it a lot more interesting to watch them play. Do you find that to be true um, with your team as well? Like, do they do they interact nicely, or do you still feel is that that there's that possible toxic toxicness or or just bad blood, even though when they're playing in the same in the same arena or in person? I uh, think I've seen a positive outcome. I have three players that have been in the AVGL uh, Warzone League for the past month. Um, while they aren't on a varsity team, they are trying mm -hmm. out for multiplayer and Warzone for our fall. And one of them's a female. And they just love playing with her. She loves playing with them. They banter back and forth just like everyone else. But then they're very supportive of each other. And they're always um, – she can't get her mic to work sometimes. And they're literally just going to figure out – why her Xbox mic isn't working just to so that they can communicate. Cause if you can't communicate in COD, you're, you're going to die pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, it's, it's, you're done for with that one. I, <laughs> I, I know all too well, you know, turn my back and my team's gone. Where'd they go? Where'd they go? <laughs> then they don't even answer to comms. It's like, Oh, what happened? Well, you left me here. Oh, you didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. Dennis knows that side, unfortunately. And, and yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm you know, I'm, I'm, I'm cannon potter. That's it. That's what I'm cannon potter. That's what they use me for. Yeah, yeah. I put on the mic, and it's just yep. We got him on the team. It would be so. funny. It's like you go see at the end of the end the end of the game. It's like Dennis has like two kills. Everybody has like 15, 14. <laughs> and like, what happened, Dennis? I don't know. Yeah. I just kept on dying, and we're not yeah. quiet. We just stay quiet and not say a word. Hi. Right. You're tuned into the Long Island Gaming League, and this show is sponsored by Vertigear, a top gamer chair brand trusted by many esports teams. Long hours, no back pain, comfortable chairs for home office and gaming. 
make sure you check out vertigear.com and get your vertigear gaming chair today now back to the show I'm, you, were, I'm that, you, were get, you were finding them all. That's what you were doing. Exactly. <laughs> See, exactly. I he's like purpose. he's like the hound that goes and takes the birds out of the bush. We just yeah. shoot them down. <laughs> uh, I, I have the purpose, man. I always laugh when I see those memes, and it's just like they talk about. Oh, here's my team. It's like the trash bags. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> that, 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 that's me all day. I, I uh, always see. I can laugh at that. It's me. Yeah. I like sending those to my friends too. It's like, hey, this is us today. <laughs> right <laughs> oh man um you know and i guess i have one more question to bruno i'm not sure if you do as well, uh, well actually, no i may have two okay. uh so the, the one i have is um if there was if there was anything that the um uh, how do you how do you feel with do you prefer to play COD or to prefer to play remote or do you think it's a better experience when gaming can be done in like an arena or at a land center? I definitely feel like it's better if you're at a training facility or an arena because uh-huh. remotely I would have to find a way to watch my teams. So right now someone has to stream or discord stream and those don't always work or mm. someone's um, ping's bad or someone's internet isn't as good if someone is at our training facility i can just stand behind them social mm-hmm. distancing um but i can watch them and i can listen to their communication and i think people like land parties because you know back in the day land parties and people got together and mm-hmm. the one time of the year they got to see their friends that they might not see for a long time yep. and it, it just brings back all that nostalgia again that we're going to be playing together instead of just online. Cool. Very, very interesting. I, I like that. Uh, Bruno, you got a question before I, la- I ask my infamous question? No, you go ahead. I want to hear the answer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know if Jackie's ready for it. I don't know if she's ready for it. No, she's not re- she ain't ready for this. For sure. <laughs> go ahead, Donna. Right. <laughs> so, Jackie, um, if <clears throat> when you're playing a game, what song would you choose that you would say best describes your gameplay? What would be the name of that song? Um, My no. Chemical Romance, Black Parade. Oh, okay. Hey, she was ready for it. She had it down. That was <laughs> right on the tip, right there. So she, oh, very good. That's fine. We, we Dennis tends to throw that question out, and everybody's like, "Ah, oh, you caught me now." <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that, but that I, I just feel like you know, there you you start off slow, just mm-hmm. just going, and then you just hit that high, and you just go, and then the drums come in, and everyone's freaking out, and then the ending happens, and you're all hype. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I I love it, and I appreciate you for really answering that question. Um, you know, because I've I've come to find that. You know, gaming is such such an extension of who we are and, and what we like. And, you know, same thing like with music, right? If you like music, you feel a certain way. When you're playing games, you're kind of like in a, you know, you're, you're, you're yourself, but you're just, you're enjoying, you're in the moment. And I, I think music captures that moment. So that's why I like to ask that question when it, when it comes to gaming, because it's kind of like, you, how does that person feel when they're playing, right? But if you put a song to it, then you can then you really understand. So 
I appreciate you answering that answering that question. Definitely. So, um, before we wrap it up, uh, is there anything that maybe we didn't necessarily cover that you would like to kind of speak about or, or promote or, or let all of our listeners know? Um, the floor is yours, Jackie. Uh, I guess I'm just going to plug myself a little bit. We have open houses, virtual, in person um, for anyone that's out of state coming up once a month. You can find everything on our website, and that's esports.mnsu.edu. Our 10 titles, we are always open to more titles, too. I've heard um, some whispers of Hearthstone and Overwatch of some students. So if anyone wants to at least register for our varsity program, I'll always look into a way to help them at least play uh, tournaments or get into some gaming somehow. Okay. And then um, parents could also, I guess, visit the website to get more information about your esports programs or reach out to you. Um, is that how, is that possible as well? Like through yeah. that information you provided? Yep, of course. You can email us at, and it's esports at mnsu.edu. <laughs> Sounds just like our website. <laughs> Keep it simple, right? Yep. If you mess up yep. one, you get the other. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> You got anything else, Dennis? No, listen, man, Bruno, Bruno's all yours, and you can kind of close this out, man. I, I have nothing else. All righty, everybody. You heard it here. It's another episode with Jackie. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode as much as we did to do it. Uh, Jackie, from, from my side, I really want to uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, it's always a pleasure to uh, have somebody from a co- representing a college come out to talk to us especially and you have the pleasure of being the first female not female player but female representing anybody outside of of players on our podcast and i mean it was a pleasure on my side to have you here um and uh you know if anything and in any future you want to come back on or if you have anybody that you know that wants to come on or be interested to be a part of uh, you know one of our episodes uh Please feel free to get in touch with us whenever you want. Um, And uh, besides that, I think uh, that is it, everybody. Um, Really appreciate you guys coming and listening to our episode. Uh, Hope to see you guys in the near future. Uh, From me and uh, Dennis, uh, that's pretty much it. Peace out, everybody. All right. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at FourEyes.com, your go-to source to blue light blocking glasses. Blue light emitted through electronic devices like gaming screens can cause damage to your eyesight and affect your playing ability. With FourEyes blue light blocking glasses, you can protect your eyes and prevent fatigue, allowing you to play at your best for hours. Built for style and comfort, all glasses are now 50% off. Use the promo code LIGL20 for an extra 20% off. That's F-O-O-R-E-Y-E-S dot com. Use promo code L-I-G-L-20 for an extra 20% off. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at FourEyes.com, your go-to source to blue light blocking glasses. Blue light emitted through electronic devices like gaming screens can cause damage to your eyesight and affect your playing ability. With four eyes, blue light blocking glasses, you can protect your eyes and prevent fatigue, allowing you to play at your best for hours. 
built for style and comfort. All glasses are now 50% off. Use the promo code LIGL20 for an extra 20% off. That's F-O-O-R-E-Y-E-S dot com. Use promo code LIGL20 for an extra 20% off. 